You're listening to Not to Self Diaries, the podcast for millennial Christians. The goal of this podcast is to remind you of who you are, whose you are, and what God can do in your life. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. So, I have a confession. I struggle to promote my podcast most times. Nine out of ten times, I struggle to promote my podcast. Reason being, right, is that I fear that by putting out there to people, especially people that I know um, via social media, Facebook, Instagram, I fear that by putting myself out there, people are going to look at me like, wait, what? She's She has a Christian podcast? Like, really? <laughs> she? You know, especially if people knew, especially if people know how you used to behave, if especially if people don't see you in a particular light. You know what I'm saying? And so as much as I love podcasting, as much as I love the freedom, the creative freedom that it gives me to, in a sense, have my own radio talk show without having to follow the rules of a media house, I still struggle to promote it because I have this fear that people are going to judge me based on who they think I am, who they knew me to be, or just judge for judging's sake. And so even though I, I like my content, I, I do believe that I share things that is helpful, that's relatable and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a case where I would record, I would edit, I would put it out there and I would just promote it maybe once or twice in the week and just leave it because I'm so scared. And not only that, but then there's so many other, other, um, fears that tie into that. There's the fear of not feeling good enough. There's the fear of not feeling, there's the fear of feeling like I don't qualify. Like who are you to be talking about God and the Bible and having a relationship with God and all these sorts of things? Like who are you to be telling me what to do and what not to do? You know, because some people won't take that sort of advice if it's not coming from a pastor, a preacher or whatever the case may be. And I can understand that. You know, there's the fear of feeling like it just won't connect, like people just won't like it. I think we all have that fear when we put out something, whether it's a product or service, wherever we might find ourselves, we, we, we worry that people won't like it. And so I've been back and forth in my mind with this for a while, you know, on one hand, I love it, obviously I love it. I keep doing it because if I didn't, I wouldn't put out something every week. But then there's this fear that's haunting me and continues to haunt me, you know? And so when I would look at the stats and I would see, you know, not as much listeners, not as many downloads, not as many followers on social, I'm like, what is happening? But then that voice would kick in like, what do you mean what's happening? You put out the work, but you didn't promote it. You cooked the food, but you didn't call anybody to come and sit at the table. What do you mean you don't know why your stats are low? The stats is a reflection of the kind of work you put in. It's not enough to just record something good, distribute it, and then think, whoops, I'm going to have 50 million followers overnight. You have to, you know, back what you do. And so I, I would have this back and forth in my mind where on one side it's saying, 
the stats is a reflection of you not promoting. And then there's the other side saying, yeah, but what are they going to say if I actually put it out there? So I say all that to bring us to this point. I, like you, if you find yourself in this same category, have to, we have to challenge ourselves to be more confident where it comes to representing God, where it comes to, you know, being a man or woman of faith. We have to be more confident in that and know that or understand too that there are people waiting on us. I remember having a conversation with someone that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Sakita. She is an entrepreneur and she too has a podcast as well. And we were discussing, um, you know, the benefits of LinkedIn because she had made a post on her story, basically asking if people use LinkedIn to, to promote any sort of work that they do as creatives. And I said, not really. I, I don't really like LinkedIn because I think it's, it's, it's one of those overly professional social media platforms. And she said she can identify with that. And so she went on to encourage me to share my podcast on LinkedIn because it is one of those um, platforms that brings like-minded people together in a nutshell. And that's when I confessed to her and said that I struggle to promote my podcast because of fear of what people are going to say, fear that people aren't going to like it and stuff like that. And that is when the whole change started. You know, she basically said to me that, well, she introduced me to Zim Flores who after visiting her Instagram, I found out that she is the, she's the creator of Travel Noir, right? You can do your Googles and find out a bit more about that. And Sakita was basically telling me that Zim is so unapologetic about sharing her faith. She is so confident in talking about God, talking about her relationship with God, talking about how God is just moving in her life. And after looking at a few of her posts, I was like, yeah, she's very confident in sharing her faith and talking about God. And I wish I can be like that. You know, have you ever found yourself in a position where you're looking at someone do what you want to do and you're thinking, wow, I wish I can have that confidence. You know, that's how I felt. And then Sakita went on to say, why would God place it in your heart to even start a faith-based podcast if he didn't believe in you, if he didn't believe that you are the best fit for it? You know, if, if he didn't believe that your perspective is going to add value to whomever would come across a podcast. And I thought to myself, you know, that makes sense. Like God wouldn't tell us to do something. He wouldn't encourage us to do something. If he first didn't give us that stamp of approval, if he first wasn't our biggest cheerleader, you know, that thing that has been tugging at you day in, day out, you can't sleep because it's, it's just on your mind for as long as you can remember. I want to encourage you to do it. And encourage, in talking to you, I'm talking to myself because I understand how crippling fear can be. I understand what it means to feel as though you have such a great idea for something, but you fear executing it because you, you struggle with lack of self-confidence or you fear what people are going to say. I understand that. So this episode is for the two of us because in encouraging you, I'm also encouraging myself, you know, and that got me. After my conversation with Sakita, that got me to thinking, you know, what is so wrong with identifying as 
a believer on social? What is so wrong with saying, yeah, I love fashion and I'm a Christian too. I love sports and I'm a Christian too. I love this and I'm a Christian too. Like what is so wrong with gelling the two together? Some people don't necessarily want to put their faith at the forefront and that's fine. I'm not telling you to do that. But for those of us who do want people to know, hey, I like this, but I love Jesus too. You know, this conversation is for you. And I got to thinking, if if Zim and other people who I know to be believers based on them sharing the fact that they're believers, if they were not confident and unapologetic in sharing, I wouldn't benefit from the things that they share. I wouldn't benefit from the encouraging words that they would post, you know, or the testimonies that they would share. If the person that you admire and you respect gave into fear and didn't do the thing that they're doing, no, you wouldn't benefit from it. Likewise, the longer we sit and simmer in fear and being obsessed with what people are going to say and you know, being caught up in looking perfect, sounding perfect, even though we all know there's nobody that's perfect, we're holding back that person or those people that is supposed to benefit from what we have to put out. You know, I follow um, Christian fashion bloggers who show me how to style my clothes, but they also talk about Jesus here and there, you know, and I'm there like, this just goes to show that regardless of your interests, God can be a part of it. And he can give you very creative ways in which to reach and communicate with your with your audience and still be able to say confidently, hey, I love Jesus too, you know? So that whole conversation, I honestly think God set it up because he probably looked down at me and be like, you know what? You have gone down this rabbit hole a bit too far for too long. I need to pull you up. And so he sent Sakida, thank you, Sakida, as a reminder to say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. I love God, but I love these things too. I'm not talking about the things that you know you're not supposed to love. I'm talking about whether it be, I'm talking about the creatives overall, wherever you find yourself, whether you're into art, whether you're a musician, whatever the case may be. I honestly believe that we can say with our chest, I love God and I love this too. That is what gave me the boost that I needed. That is what gave me a bit of a, of a confidence lift to be more open in sharing my faith because just by viewing a few posts from Zim, I realized that she has a following. There are people who identify with the stories she shared. There are people who identify with some of the more personal, more vulnerable moments that she would share on Instagram. And there are people who are like, yeah, I I can definitely identify with that. And I can't help but go back to this point again. If you don't put your perspective out there, if you don't share your thoughts on things, There is someone that we're holding captive because of that, because we're allowing fear to get to, to have the best of us, you know? Um, just recently, another individual that I follow on Instagram, my leak, she, she had a live and she was basically saying, or the part that she posted or reshared was your perspective matters. There are people out there who share your views, 
you know? And when she said that and how she broke it down, I was like, really? People want to hear what I have to say? You know, people really would stop and listen to me. But it was so encouraging to hear that even though she wasn't talking to me, Alicia, as one person, she was talking to her following. The message really hit home. And I took that as another set of encouragement. And I honestly speak, I honestly feel like from the conversation with Sakida to coming across that post from my league, I feel as though God was really trying to tell me people are waiting and what you have to say is important. There are people who can identify with your personality. There are people who can identify with your struggles, people who share your perspective, people who say the things that you say out loud to themselves. And when they hear you say it, they're like, wow, I never thought anybody else felt that way, had that experience or thought those thoughts. You know, I came across something else on social media. Like I said, I believe God was on a roll. I came across a YouTube video for Pastor Stephen Furtick, right? And the, what you call it? The... Oh, the word is escaping me. The, um, the title, the title of that message was the enemy attacks. What is valuable? I didn't need to watch the video. I didn't even click on the video to watch it because the title was the message alone for me. The enemy attacks what is valuable. So these feelings of, I don't think I can, these feelings of me. Why me, God? I don't think I'm the right person. These feelings of they're not going to like me. I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think what I'm going to produce and put out there is good enough. That is an attack from the enemy because he knows. He knows when you finally come to that point where you say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to do it afraid. I'm going to do it even if I only get one like, one follower, I'm going to do it. Even if nobody comments, even if nobody has anything positive to say, because I believe this is what I should be doing. He knows from the time you hit the floor running, it's, it's done. It's done. Party done right there. Because I honestly believe each and every one of us, or for each and every one of us, there are a set group of people that we're supposed to influence. There are a set group of people that is supposed to benefit from what we put out, right? We call that your tribe, your following, whatever the case is. I honestly believe that every person, every creative has their tribe, right? So imagine a tribe of people literally wandering, you know, wandering, waiting for you to do what you have been feeling on your heart you should be doing. Start the blog, start the podcast, continue to put out the fashion content, continue to put out the sports-related content wherever you find yourself, you know, continue to do that. And if you want to merge your faith in, if you want to merge your faith into it, if you want to, you know, tell people, hey, I do this, but I also love God. There is nothing wrong with that because there are other Christians, other believers who are waiting to see someone that is like themselves do the thing that they think is not possible. There are other 
bloggers or potential bloggers, other potential podcasters, other potential fashion influencers, lifestyle influencers, whatever the case is, who are just as scared, just as nervous. But from the time you put yourself out there, they're going to be like, I didn't think that was possible. This person is now giving me or has given me the courage to do what I have been dreading. I don't want to say dread. Dread is a strong word. To do what I've been afraid of doing, thinking it don't make sense or nobody's going to buy into it. Nobody's going to like it. There are people literally waiting on you to release that idea, to release that content, to release that first blog post, that first podcast episode. And again, I'm saying all of this to you and to myself as well, because it's not easy. It is not easy. And you know, a scripture comes to mind. I don't remember exactly where it, where it can be found, but again, a little quick Google search would, would help us with anything. But I'm thinking about the scripture that talks about if we're ashamed to identify with God, he's going to be ashamed of us. That if we're to be honest, honest, that is a big part of why we don't put ourselves out there and why we don't identify as believers, as Christians, when it comes to certain things, because we're, we're ashamed. We're ashamed to say I'm a Christian because there is this idea. There is this um, perception of Christians out there that isn't the best. We know we love God. We know we have a relationship with him and we're working every day to improve that relationship, to get closer to him and stuff like that. And we know we don't look like what a lot of people think Christians are supposed to look like. They are Christians who have tattoos. They are Christians who have multiple piercings. They are Christians who, you know, they just, they're, they color outside the box, so to speak. And I think that is why we're afraid. We are afraid that because we don't look a particular way, because we don't sound a particular way, people are going to crucify us for not living up to the expectation or the image they have in their minds as to how a Christian is supposed to look, be, and sound and behave and so forth. Another thing, if we're to be honest, honest again, why we may be afraid to be confident in sharing our faith is we ourselves have had moments of judging other Christians. You know, when someone comes out and say, yeah, I go to church, I believe in God and this and that. We have had moments, don't lie. If you won't say it, I'll say it for the two of us. We have had moments where we look on the person like, you, you're a Christian. Okay. All right. See you. The Lord knows why I'm not Jesus because you are Christian. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. You know, we have had judgmental moments. We have had moments where we made someone else feel as though they didn't measure up. We have had moments where we crucified someone in our own minds. And because of that, we fear that that same attitude, that same mindset is going to come right back to us. But let me tell you something. Yes, you'll get some people like that. Yes, it's going to sting. But you still have to do what you have to do. Because again, there are people waiting on you to release what 
has been on your heart to release. We are doing them a disservice. We are doing God a disservice because I was taught that all good ideas come from God. Anything good that has been placed on your heart to do, God is the one that gave you that idea. So if you shun or run away or just disregard that thing that keeps you up at night, wakes you up in the morning, you're doing God a disservice as well because you're basically telling him, no matter with that, I'm not going to do that. No, negative. And God is like, but I chose you to do it. There's a reason why I chose you particularly to do it. And the thing is, God is not going to tell us why he chose us. He's going to be so patient because he's so patient in waiting us out, giving us time to go through the motions of being fearful, going through doubt and all these things. He's going to wait us out. And when we finally decide to say yes and start to make baby steps in doing that thing, as we make those steps, he's going to reveal to us the why. He's not going to give you the why before. Mm -mm. That is not faith. So say it with your chest. I'm a believer. I love God. I follow God. But I also love media and all these things. Wherever you find yourself, my encouragement to you as well as myself is to say it with your chest. Hey, I'm a man or woman of faith. End of story. Again, if that is not your style, that's cool. Some people prefer to keep their religious uh, beliefs or lifestyle separate from everything else that they do. Hey, to each his own. But for those of us who want people to know for those of us who feel as though well for those of us who want to merge our faith into our lifestyle more or really be more confident in saying yeah i'm a christian this is for you and in those moments where you might feel as though i can't do this i don't want to do it the fear is creeping up again in those moments, just remember that I too am stepping out in faith. I am also making those strides with you. So if nobody else is there to clap for you, pat you on the back and encourage you, just know that I'm right there with you as well. Right there, making those steps, right there, doing it afraid, doing it fearful. The last thing I want to share with you is this quote that I came across on, um, I think I found it on Facebook. Yeah, I came across this quote on Facebook and I found it so fitting for what I shared with us today. It says, not every Christian is called to pastor or prophecy and that's okay. Ministry doesn't always look like having a mic and having a pulpit. Ministry is also working at a daycare, doing hair, working in the justice system, etc., etc. Wherever God sends you, you should spread the gospel. Going back to what I said earlier, regardless of your interests, regardless of your passions, God can use you. God can use you. You just have to be willing and obedient. You just have to say, Yes, God, I'm going to listen to you. And what I'm learning too, and I'm still learning, is 
God is like super creative, like wickedly creative. So he's not going to have you looking like someone else. He's not going to have you doing things like someone else. The overall thing might be the same. Like you might be a baker while they have thousands of other bakers in the world. You might be a singer, whatever, but God has a unique way of curating your style, right? That nobody else can look and sound like you, but Here's the catch. We won't know that unless we, one, say yes, two, allow him to mold and shape us and really give us that unique identity that he already has waiting for us. You understand what I'm saying? So my encouragement to us this week is to do it afraid, do it fearful, Say it with your chest. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another session of Notice Self Diaries. When I'm nervous, I talk with my hands a lot. So I need to work on that. You know, this all up in your face kind of thing. Yeah, I need to work on that. Um, But I want to thank you so much for tuning in. This is something new. Uh, the video portion of the podcast. I'm, I am doing it afraid and hoping to really build and grow this and so forth. So for those of you who are listening, you can now catch Note to Self Diaries on YouTube. Just search Note to Self Diaries. Uh, also, I encourage you, I invite you to follow Note to Self Diaries on Instagram as well at Note to Self Diaries and like us over on Facebook too. I promise I am going to improve and get so much better at promoting and sharing more content on these social media platforms. So I'll be so happy if you can like, comment, subscribe, you know, all that good YouTube stuff that the YouTubers say, all those good things. And until next time, guys, take care.